Chapter 1. Blackbird. Cassidy. May 2013. It was a cool, spring Saturday night. I had just been promoted to junior event planner at B in Sicily, more commonly known as B&C, and I was out to celebrate. My boyfriend was performing at the Blue Horse for the first time. My best friend, Holly, was dating the band's frontman, Sam, and she was the happiest I remember seeing her in all the years we'd been friends. I wasn't sure it would last, but time would tell. We got to the bar, which was an unfamiliar one to us, and took our seats. Holly was crooning about Sam, and I was trying to listen. After our drinks arrived, she mentioned that the bar was just purchased by a friend of Dan's. I simply shrugged my shoulders and smiled, vaguely remembering her saying that Dan and the new owner went to high school together. If she mentioned a name, I didn't catch it. Holly was also celebrating. She had recently gotten a job at an art gallery. She was a free spirit, which tended to get her in trouble from time to time. It was probably what drew me to her, like a moth to the flame. She was outgoing, artistic, and had mountains of confidence, knew how to love and live fast and hard. The fact that she was also an orphan had made her super independent. She'd been supporting herself since she was 17. My upbringing was the opposite of Holly's. I grew up in a middle-class family with an older brother, a mom, and a dad. We had our share of drama just like every other family. I went to school with the same kids from elementary school all the way through high school. That wasn't necessarily a good thing. I was with Dan, the bassist, for a few weeks by the time that night rolled around. Meeting Dan had been a setup, which I normally hated, but there we were. I remembered Holly asking me, what's the worst that could happen, a few weeks prior to meeting Dan? What a loaded question. I overanalyzed anything and everything. Holly was one of those people who could just let go. I truly envied that quality. She was always telling me, just let go, Cass. Have some fun. Currently, I was preoccupied, staring at the tall drink of water that had just walked out of the back room. God, he was hot. He was on his cell, clearly in a heated conversation. He had me completely captivated and I couldn't take my eyes off him. Close to six and a half feet tall, his face was clearly chiseled by the hand of God. Great nose, cheekbones, and a jawline covered in a dusting of hair. It was obvious that he worked out. He was built like a linebacker, with broad shoulders and that perfect V-shape that many athletes are able to maintain. Hey, I'm talking to you. What are you looking at? Holly pulled me from my trance, just as the object of my desire turned his back. The view was almost as nice as his front, if that damn shirt wasn't hiding his ass from my hungry eyes. Holly followed the nod of my head. Damn, he's got to be close to seven feet tall. I wonder who that is. She seemed just as intrigued as I was. I rolled my eyes at her exaggeration of his height. Just because you're a dwarf doesn't make him a giant. He's perfect. I could hear Foo Fighters playing overhead though I don't recall what song. Holly continued to admire him until Sam walked over with Dan following close behind. The night proceeded like any other. The band performed three sets while I drank too much and danced too little. I couldn't stop my eyes from searching for him all night. A week later, we were at the Blue Horse again. Dan walked over to Holly and me in between sets with Sam and the object of my lust behind him. Oh, shit. 
Guys, this is James. He's the owner. We go way back. Dan smacked James on the shoulder, which was a feat considering the height difference. James didn't look amused and only took his eyes off mine long enough to introduce himself to Holly. He then held his hand out to me. And you are? Is there such a thing as eye-fucking? Because if there was, he was doing it. I felt myself blush when I took his hand. Electricity ran up my arm and down to my core. This is my girl, Cassidy. I wanted to shout at Dan. I'm not your girl just because we're sleeping together. James held onto my hand a little longer than necessary, running his thumb back and forth across the back of it. He looked down at our joined hands, and I followed his gaze. He was trailing a finger over the Blackbird tattoo on my wrist, studying it intently. Blackbird, it suits you.